0: Welcome to the Academy Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing rich content for the purpose of spiritual growth. The Academy Podcast is brought to you by the Academy for Spiritual Formation, an international ministry of the upper room. The Academy is dedicated to creating safe space for people to connect with God, self, others, and creation for the sake of the world. To learn more about our five day and two year retreat offerings, visit academy.upperroom.org. I'm your host, Claire McKeever Burgett, and I serve as the Associate Director of the Academy. I'm also ordained clergy, a birth and postpartum doula, a yoga, dance, and movement instructor, a writer, a mother, a partner, a friend. We're glad you're here. In this month's episode, we hear from Lloyd Allen on the spiritual practice of pilgrimage. Lloyd offered the following teaching at a five-day academy in North Georgia in February of 2015. Lloyd is the Sylvan Hills Chair of Baptist Heritage and is Professor of Church History and Spiritual Formation at Mercer University. Lloyd holds a Master of Divinity and PhD from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and he is a spiritual director and retreat leader. He has also led several pilgrimages for the academy, including to Lindisfarne and the Isles of Iona, which he mentions in this podcast. The pilgrimages Lloyd leads offer sacred space for deeper formation and holy guidance for pilgrims to experience the paper-thin veil between this world and the next. Lloyd explains, Pilgrimage is moving to another place to make more clear the Christ we will find again when we return home. Lloyd is from Alabama, but currently resides in Atlanta with his wife, Libby. In addition to serving as Academy faculty, he also serves on the Academy's advisory board. When he is not teaching, Lloyd enjoys reading novels, watching movies, playing tennis, and driving on a winding road in his sports car with the top down. Lloyd's teaching invites listeners to consider how we pay attention to where we are and who we are. And his teaching always asks are we willing to be transformed? Listen on, beloveds, and enjoy.
1: When I think about pilgrimage as presented to you this week, four different ways of using that word came up, and so I wanna go ahead and clarify those four different ways, and that's what this slide uh, is about. And uh, the first is, sometimes when we say pilgrimage, it's on pilgrimage, or we use that word pilgrimage, we uh, We have in our mind a metaphor for the Christian life. You could do it as a metaphor for life, but usually we're talking about it as a metaphor for Christian life. That the Christian life is a pilgrimage. This metaphor of, of journey uh, is, is common far and wide, uh, and so it, it, it's almost second nature to us to think about... Uh, Life as a pilgrimage. We've all heard that little one-liner from uh, Augustine. You have made us and directed us to Yourself, and our heart is restless until it rests in You, and our life is a journey seeking to find that harbor, that rest. Uh, The second metaphor uh, is an inward spiritual journey. Uh, this idea of, of pilgrimage as this journey inward towards the center, the true self, the, the center of the heart. And it, uh, this, that metaphor offers many insights into the nature of pilgrimage in general and to the inward journey of any pilgrim who is on a pilgrim journey, the, the straightforward uh, physical journey as a spiritual discipline. That third one, in red there, that's what I'm most interested in sharing with you about. I want to talk about uh, these physical journeys that have been taken by Christians, and I'm particularly interested in the Christian perspective on it, that have been taken by Christians for uh, centuries and centuries, since, since right after the church starts. And to take these as a kind of spiritual discipline. Uh, a way of uh, one becoming spiritually formed. Spiritual formation is being conformed to the image of Christ for the sake of self, others, and the world. And you will hear that phrase if you're in the Academy of Spiritual Formation in, in some form uh, over and over again. That's how we think about spiritual formation. And these are disciplines, prayer, meditation, pilgrimage, which are things that uh, help to form that image of Christ uh, in person. So, uh, my emphasis is going to mix all these together because you can't talk about uh, physical journey as a spiritual discipline without talking about that inner journey to the heart and without relating it to the larger Christian experience, but my, my main purpose is going to be talk about uh, this physical journey practiced as a spiritual discipline. The last uh, way that I'm thinking about uh, pilgrimage this week is to uh, invite you to think of our time together in these five days as a type of pilgrimage so that we can match. We won't be taking a journey to a sacred space and returning. But there are many parallels to this kind of retreat week to pilgrimage. So I'm going to try to help you experientially enter into pilgrimage by thinking about what we're doing this week as a, as a kind of pilgrimage. And I will, so when I'm doing the psalm hour and, and some of the perspectives, I hope you will take this whole week and begin to think about it uh, as a pilgrimage. And I'll help name some ways... Uh, that we can do that. Now, I have a, a phrase up here. Uh, I think I took it from Custodos' book. Uh, and that phrase is, focus on the journey or you'll miss it. Now, pause it. Get your attention. You don't have long here. You have five days. This process of the academy five years in the making, to get this pattern. Uh, It works. You are not formed, primarily, by the information given you, by faculty at this place, though we hope that the information given you and the the witness and presence given you by the faculty is helpful. But uh, heaven forbid Roberta uh, one of the persons who'd been doing this longest was talking about the nature of uh, these academies. And somebody said, well, it's just all in who you get for a faculty. And I kind of like that, see. So, <laughs> that's right. And somebody else said, no, that's what gets them there. But if you got them there and they went through the process, it doesn't matter if the faculty is terrible. Because the process works. What I'm trying to convey to you is to surrender yourself to this pilgrimage during these five days. And by that, I mean surrender yourself to the process. Uh, This week and the academy is not like going to a spiritual supermarket where you buy the stuff you want to buy and they buy the stuff they want to buy. Because even though... Your experience will be different than another person's experience. And you will gain things from this that somebody else won't. And what you gain may be unique. But you are also part of a community here. So to surrender yourself to the process, to do stuff that you think, that won't help me, do it anyway. Uh, be part of the process. And so let the process shape you. You know, these things are built, uh, These the, the pattern... Uh, is built roughly, roughly, on a kind of Benedictine day. And in Benedictine spirituality, it is the process of the life that builds spirituality. Did you know that the Benedictines wouldn't even allow spiritual direction or spiritual guidance for centuries and centuries? Because they thought, well, that would make people's spiritual experience too individual. Uh, so, uh, they trusted the process to do the forming. And uh, I'm inviting you to do that uh, when I talk about uh, focus on the journey or you'll miss it. A second part of focus on the journey, be part of the academy, is uh, learning not to do something else while you're here. Not to do something else while you're on this pilgrimage. We're going to look at pilgrimage and we're going to see, as you may already know, that in pilgrimage, you leave stuff behind so that you can do what you're there to do. What is pilgrimage? Pilgrimage is a particular type of journey. And on this slide, journey is the word i emphasize. It is a journey. So it is a particular type of journey. The type of journey it is, is threefold. And I will keep coming back to these all week long. But... Uh, Since I put a particular type of journey I'm going to also say to you right now, the type of journey it is, is a journey in which you go away from home, you leave home. Second, it is to a sacred destination, either place or person. So, uh, you can take pilgrimage to persons or to sacred places. Now, in some of the uses of pilgrimage we had up here, that's not as relevant. But if you're doing the, the classical physical journey to a sacred place or sacred person, what we will later hear called thin places, use that Celtic language. Uh, uh, you are going somewhere. Now, to try to play with that metaphor a little bit here, and I'm not even sure if I'm using metaphor right at, at this time, but with that image, uh, I'm going to invite you today to think about where do you want to go? Keep in these five days. That'll be one of the things in, in reflection time that I'm going to ask you to deal with. And once you've been there, pilgrims go back home. They return. So it's threefold. And I've got the labyrinth up here because the labyrinth is like a mini image of this threefold. You cross the threshold. You find your way into the sacred place, and then you find your way out, and then you cross the threshold and you come back. Uh, uh, God willing, God willing, you come back transformed. So part of your time here is to be willing to be transformed, is for you to be open to being transformed, to hear and see and uh, receive what is given you uh, in these five days. One way to think, now this isn't just pilgrims, this is journey. As I said, it was a special kind of journey. How do we connect this journey idea with our spiritual lives or spiritual formation? One way, not the way, one way to do that uh, is to think about it uh, from the uh, psychological image of an archetype, journey as archetype. What I want in the archetype language here to convey is that uh, here an archetype is an outward reordering of an inward reality. That means several things. And I may repeat myself because I don't remember it's on the other side. Today. But it means that you have to do something on the outside for this kind of pilgrimage to be Classical, traditional pilgrims. Uh, It means you have to go someplace. You have to move. You have to physically go away, as you did uh, to come to this academy, some of you uh, from farther away than others. But an archetype, as I am speaking of it here, is an experience that orders the unspoken, perhaps the unspeakable, elements of the inner self and it is known only by its effects. Now, of course, this is Union language, Carl Jung's language, uh, though I'm not trying to rest too heavily on that. But I, I believe that there's stuff about ourselves we don't know. There's stuff below our consciousness about what's happening inside of us in our spirits and souls. And that if we do certain things on the outside, those things will be touched. And pilgrimage is that kind of discipline. It's not a, it's not a spoken, rational, understanding kind of pilgrimage. It, a, a, it is learning by doing. It's belief from action. You do these things with your body, your mind, your soul. And something changes inside. Now, in in this definition, which is borrowed from a Jungian, uh, from a Jungian text, uh, these are the elements of the inner self. Is known that should be is, have an N in there. Is known only by its effects. That is, you won't know when it has happened, except by how you have changed. But you won't know exactly how. So, if you how many spiritual directors in here? Anybody know the spiritual program? I think they will say that you have these people who come in and say, "I don't know why I'm doing this meditation stuff. I don't know why I'm doing this kind of prayer," and they can't see that it, it makes it any difference. Am I doing it right? How will I know when it's made a difference in me? And uh, the answer is, just keep doing it. Stay with it a while, and it's not uncommon for spiritual directors. To hear or spiritual directees to say, well, I don't know if this is working or not. Why well, has anything changed much in the last six months? Yeah, I'm, I sleep better. I'm not, this stuff's not running through my mind all the time. Or uh, one I heard more recently, uh, I am not as likely to need to please people as I used to. I used to think I had to do everything I was asked. And for some strange reason, when my kids say, We're coming to your house, I say, well, Why don't we go to your house? And she said, and I've never been able to do that. Those, those are connections that might be made. Now, there's no guarantee it's not cause and effect, but it is that persons become changed, become altered. Uh, how many of you have been on these kinds of pilgrimages as Jill does? Uh, yep. Yeah. Ask these folks, did these things change anything in the And what was it, how was it uh, that things seemed to change? One does something in the outside world that aligns the inside world with a universal reality. So I'm, I'm connecting three levels here. That is, you have a real invisible world that, uh, that you are connected to. You have a soul. There's also a creation out here that we are part of. Which is one of the reasons the beauty of a place you are matters. Geography teaches. Now, uh, and, the third level, there is a God. And God is interested in being with you and present to you and friends with you and loving you. And those three things are not separated. They aren't three different realities. They're the way things are. And uh, pilgrimage is one of those that steps most intentionally into the outside world, connected with sacred spaces, so that the inside world, which is more invisible to us, is reordered. The elements of it are are reformed, reshaped, transformed, transfigured uh, in ways that help us be aware and be in the presence of God more. So, you have to do this outside thing, but the outside thing requires uh, awareness. Awareness of who you are and where you are. Pay attention to the journey or you'll miss it. That quote back there. Or as uh, one of the texts that I gave you uses often, You have to have your imagination open because these are images. Image, image, and nation. You have to have your imagination at work on pilgrimage. And that is not the same thing as thinking about things. It is seeing things. So one one of the powerful aspects of pilgrimage is it's not asking you to think about this stuff all the time, though it's okay to think about it. But that's not the most powerful part of it. The most powerful part of it is seeing it. And seeing it fresh, full, first time, in a new way. Seeing things in a new way. What is a pilgrim? A pilgrim is a traveler from someplace else. Is a stranger. And the issue of Christians being pilgrims, traveling through this world as strangers, Looking for our home is one that is ancient and deep in uh, Christian texts. But Christians know that we are not yet there. That we are on the way and not yet there. Uh, And that's a kind of pilgrimage. Uh, But it's not the full image of the pilgrimage that has become the classical uh, spiritual discipline. But what's a pilgrim? It's a stranger in the land looking for home, trying to go home. By the way, pilgrimage can help us go home. Traveling someplace else can help us be at home when we're home. For a pilgrimage is that circular home going. It is leaving home to find capital H, home. It has, as I told you, a three-fold structure. And I'll be looking at these through the week. Uh, three stages. Separation at the beginning. Then a kind of uh, liminal stage, which is the journey itself. Liminal is the new happy word in most academic Spiritual formation places that I listen to, and so I hear you giggling. I know you've heard it too then. Uh, used to be postmodern, got tired of that one. Um, it is the journey itself, some time at the shrine or the sacred spot where the sacred is encountered, and then it is a re aggregation of all that experience as you make the journey home and arrive home. It's characterized, pilgrimages, by release from social ties, by building new community in a kind of classless society. It's channeled by a shared religious history, Christian spirituality and other uh, religious pilgrimages, but also Christian. It takes place far from the center of organization uh, and this community far from corporate headquarters is potentially subversive. It might just change something once you get home. So separation, transition, incorporation. Separation, journey, homecoming are the steps that we'll be looking at uh, as time goes on. Now, how does this journey differ from other journeys? I looked at the hero journey, the shaman journey, and there are others. I looked at this this long idea of life, as life as a pilgrimage, uh, and th- through that song that all Christian life is. Now, when I'm talking about a spiritual discipline where people choose to go to a sacred place, they go in community with other persons. The kind of thing that Jill is doing with the Methodist women when they take their pilgrimage, or that uh, the Academy is doing when... Uh, we take a pilgrimage from, uh, to Scotland from Iona to Lindisfarne and then to Durham. This specific going to a sacred place kind of spiritual discipline. How is it different? One is there's a marked path to these pilgrimages, to this one that I'm inviting you to. By the way, just still trying to connect to where you are today, uh, which is at this academy. There's a marked path for how this has worked. This isn't a new and novel, spontaneous thing. We have a place to go. Like the labyrinth. You can't get lost in a labyrinth as long as you don't cross the lines. It will take you where you want to go. The academy will take you where you want to go if you will stay on the path. Uh, Marked path. And it's a marked path in community. You don't go by yourself. You go both with those who are with you if you go in company of others. So uh, it's not alone. By the way, if you walk, if, if you end up and Jim won't go with you and nobody else will and you walk it by yourself, Charlotte, when you go to the St. James Shrine, uh, you won't be by yourself. Even if there's nobody else walking beside you, because you have the ability, I know from knowing Charlotte, you have the ability to be in touch with the communion of saints you will be walking with all those thousands and millions perhaps of pilgrims through centuries and centuries who have prayerfully made that walk. You will be walking in that cloud of witnesses. So are we. So are we. And pilgrimage knows that. You know the source is at the beginning. Christian pilgrims don't start because they think Christ is in Bethlehem or God is found at Iona. They go because they already know Christ. One of the ways not to miss the journey is to practice silence. Now, I'm going to give you a a, a spiritual definition of practicing silence. You ready? Mm -hmm. Don't talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm inviting you through silence. To just be in the presence
0: of God. When I first learned I was pregnant with my son, who is now almost three years old, I was simultaneously terrified and delighted, graced and grieved, overwhelmed and settled. It was the first time I remember being acutely aware of the expansiveness of the human heart and its ability to hold seemingly opposite emotions all at once. How would I parent this child in love and grace, I wondered. Would I live up to the sacred calling? When I heard the line, You are the result of the love of thousands, from the liturgy at the Christmas Eve love feast my faith community holds each year, I remembered I wasn't in this alone. And in listening to Lloyd's teaching on pilgrimage this month, I am reminded yet again that no matter the sacred calling—to parent, to pastor, to advocate, to pilgrim journey—we are never in it alone. In fact, it's the very connectedness of the communion of saints that allows us to do any of it in the first place. While I've never been on an actual pilgrimage to a place or places of spiritual significance, I've had my share of pilgrims' journeys simply by living my life and saying yes to God's constant invitation to love. Perhaps the most notable of those yeses was the welcoming of my child into this world. A pilgrimage uniquely its own, yet deeply connected to the thousands of mothers who came before me, and to the thousands of mothers who will come after me. On the days when it's really, really hard, on the days when it's really, really easy, and on every day in between, I remember these words, You are the result of the love of thousands. And it helps me take the next step, and then the next one and then the next, which is really all pilgrimage is in the end. A collection of steps, held, sustained, and propelled by love. hear more from faculty like Lloyd Allen, who are spiritual directors, pastors, professors, authors, and experienced pilgrims and practitioners in the area of spiritual formation, join us at the next five-day or two-year academy. For more information, visit academy.upperroom.org.